Welcome back to the 5 Minute Philosophy Podcast. I'm your special guest host, David Bather-Woods, from the Department of Philosophy at the University of Warwick. Today I'll be talking about Schopenhauer's pessimism. The late 19th century German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche was famously obsessed with the early 19th century German philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer. Their lives overlapped, but they never met in person. Nietzsche was just 16 when Schopenhauer died in 1860. It was a few years later when he was a student in Leipzig that Nietzsche discovered Schopenhauer in the form of a book, The World as Will and Representation, Schopenhauer's Masterpiece. Schopenhauer's book, written when he was in his late 20s, contains the deepest pessimism in the history of European philosophy. It starts from the observation that for each of us there is a unique object which gives us backstage access to the reality that lies beyond appearances, namely ourselves, our own bodies. We experience ourselves not only like every other object in the world, but also what it's like to be that object from the inside. We experience ourselves from the inside as a restless drive to sustain and further our existence, which Schopenhauer called the will to life. Generalizing from this inward insight, Schopenhauer conceived the whole of nature as being driven by one and the same will to life. Conscious experience of the will to life is always painful, according to Schopenhauer. We either desire something, and therefore suffer from the lack of it, or our desires are satisfied, but instead of feeling content, we suffer from boredom. Moreover, everything in nature fights for its survival with the full intensity of the will to life, causing others agonizing suffering along the way, unable to recognize that, at bottom, We are all just different manifestations of one and the same reality. The overall effect, Schopenhauer thought, is that all living beings must suffer, and consequently that life is not worth living, and the world should not exist. Nietzsche was enchanted immediately, but the enchantment didn't last forever. In his intellectual autobiography, Ece Homo, written towards the end of his working life, Nietzsche wrote that Schopenhauer was, quote, wrong about everything. And yet, in another late work, Twilight of the Idols, Nietzsche still maintains that Schopenhauer was, quote, the last German who was worthy of consideration. One thing Nietzsche continues to admire in Schopenhauer is the atheistic character of Schopenhauer's philosophy. Nietzsche called Schopenhauer, quote, the first honest atheist among us Germans, and he claims that it was atheism that led him to Schopenhauer. This too, however, is a slightly odd claim, because Schopenhauer wasn't, in fact, the first openly atheistic thinker in Germany, much less the first atheist in Europe. Nietzsche's continuing admiration for Schopenhauer seems to depend on something Schopenhauer can't be credited with. So what else might Nietzsche be crediting Schopenhauer with doing first? If not atheism, then, more specifically, Nietzsche credits Schopenhauer with foreseeing the consequences of atheism, namely, that it should cause us to ask, does existence have any meaning at all? Christianity at least offered an interpretation of the meaning of existence, including the suffering we encounter in existence and the place of our earthly lives in the grand scheme of things. Another way to think of Schopenhauer's contribution to philosophy, then, is his articulation of the collective existential crisis that should follow on from the rejection of the Christian interpretation of existence. While Nietzsche was impressed with Schopenhauer for raising the question, 
does existence have any meaning at all? He wasn't impressed with Schopenhauer's own answer. Nietzsche accused Schopenhauer of remaining stuck within, quote, Christian moral perspectives. In other words, providing a non-theistic basis for the same old Christian values, such as selflessness, compassion, and pity. It's difficult to deny Nietzsche's accusation. Ultimately, Schopenhauer does not believe that existence is devoid of meaning, and in order to articulate this point, he reaches for the language of Christianity. Quote, that the world has a merely physical but no moral significance is the greatest, most ruinous, most fundamental error, the real perversity of the mind, and in a basic sense it is certainly that which faith has personified as the Antichrist. It may be no coincidence that Nietzsche gave the title The Antichrist to one of his last works, when his differences with Schopenhauer were most pronounced. However, Schopenhauer's insistence on the moral value of what are traditionally Christian virtues is not a lapse into theistic optimism. On the contrary, the value Schopenhauer attributes to compassion and selflessness is always set against the backdrop of his atheistic pessimism. These values are stages on the road to salvation, stepping further and further away from a life that is not worth living and a world that shouldn't exist. It's this kind of pessimism, Schopenhauer thinks, that he and Christianity actually have in common. Nietzsche agreed, but that's exactly why he decided he had to overcome them both. If you like this episode, then I recommend listening to Lottie's episode on Nietzsche and the death of God. Thanks for listening.